The Holy Gospel according to St. John, the first chapter. Glory, Glory to you, O Lord. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him, and without him not one thing came into being. What has come into being in him was life, and the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify to the light so that all might believe through him. He himself was not the light, but he came to testify to the light. The true light, which enlightens everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world came into being through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to what was his own, and his own people did not accept him. But to all who received him, who believed in his name, he gave power to become the children of God who were born not of blood or of the will of the flesh or of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and lived among us, and we have seen his glory, the glory as of a father's only son, full of grace and truth. The gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise to you, O Christ. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father. Amen. At my elementary school, we're going back a little bit, every year a local group would come in and bring, I kid thee not, an inflatable planetarium called a sky dome. Have you ever heard of a sky dome? Is there anyone familiar? I see a nod from Mark. Yes, delightful. It would usually get set up in the gym. And I have like a faint memory of it being set up in the library once, but I don't know if that's correct. These are just the wonders of my public school upbringing that I hold so dear. And if you're not familiar with a sky dome, let me tell you, let me paint a picture. A sky dome is essentially a giant trash bag that once a year, children crawl on their bellies through so they can lay on their backs and look up at the projected constellations to learn about the sky, the stars, and the planets. And it was, in retrospect, kind of odd <laughs> to see this giant inflated trash bag and the amount of joy we felt to crawl into that trash bag and to look at the stars to learn about Orion and Cassiopeia and Ursa Major. You would have thought we were in Disney World. 
And it was one of the most amazing things you could do for us kids. There would be pure amazement in our eyes as we laid our backs on the itchy carpet of the library or the gymnasium to look up and to learn about the stars. And long before inflatable sky domes, people are just full of so much ingenuity, people have always been drawn to the stars. From the scientific to the mystical, the knowledge that this world is a small part of something endlessly much bigger is incredibly humbling. When we look at the stars, we are truly looking back in time at something distant and different from who we are in the moment right now. And that's not a very typical thing we get to say we do. And throughout scripture, the cosmos is always drawing people together. From the stars that foretold Abraham's de descendants in the night sky, to the star that we have hanging here that represents the one that led the Magi to Jesus in Bethlehem. And today in John, we read of quite a cosmic, starry-eyed birth story. God's creative hand is at work as we learn that Jesus is woven into the very fabric of our universe. This is a story where God makes the world and all that is a tale where the divine mingles with the earthly and the mundane, even a trash bag, becomes extraordinary. The world dances. The cosmos sings. Divine flickerings of the maker's hand are, are evident in every aspect of our universe. And today, celebrating the birth of Christ, who was born to ordinary people who loved him deeply, we are reminded of God incarnate, the same God who made this beautiful world, made us and came down to live among us as love on earth. Everything in our gospel text today is laced within the language of wonder that God made the word flesh to dwell among us. Let me just read that beginning one more time. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Through him all things were made. The cosmic reality of God's creation, it extends beyond we can just see or touch. God's creation, even in this microphone I just hit, is in the very essence of everything. And I find it strange sometimes to think that God would choose to live here. Here, God? Have you seen everything? I'm not sure about you, but I'm like getting over like four illnesses and my flesh, I don't know, sometimes it's like a bit of a prison. You're coming here to get colds, to skin your knees, 
to fall in love, to do all the things that make us human, to eat, to eat the best, yummiest sandwiches. I hope Jesus ate a really good sandwich in his life. I think about that sometimes. I wonder, God came here of all places to experience the ordinary, the good, and the bad. In Christ's body, God whispered to us, wait, beloved children, don't lose hope. Let me show you the beauty of my creation through the beauty of my child. Despite the challenges of this world, whether that be colds, you hear it? The remnant, the remnant of one? Whether that be tax season, prisons, grief, illness, death, Christ's arrival on earth is a testament to the ways in which there is boundless wonder in God's love and God's creation that even though we live in this world where there are so many inconveniences, it is also so extravagantly beautiful. I want you to think back. When was the last time you felt connected to some sense of wonder? Maybe like a child who has excitedly crawled into a sky dome, or someone who is about to experience their first Christmas. What did that wonder feel like? Can you recall a moment when you felt the vastness of the universe and your place in it? Beloved people, I'm not lying. If I could do anything with y'all today, I would love to just sit and look at the stars with you all and gaze up, maybe even in a sky dome or maybe actual stars, and just look to gaze and to see and to recognize the boundless wonder in this world. As adults, we may have been pushed to set aside such wonder, but at Christmas, we are invited to rekindle all our senses of awe. Imagine lying on the floor, surrounded by the hushed darkness, the sacred darkness of some cocooned being. The stars flickering like candles, like we saw last night when we sang Silent Night. Wonder awakens, transforming the mundane into the cosmic. The same wonder arises when we encounter the Christ child, inviting us to envision the extraordinary in the ordinary. Yes, beloved people, love has arrived today. The word is made flesh, present since the beginning and forevermore. Just as we are all made of star stuff, remnants of God's ancient creation, a part of God's self, was placed in our world, Jesus Christ, to live among us, to love us, and to accompany us on our journeys. In the vastness of the universe, we are part of a greater cosmic narrative. 
As the stars have a purpose, so too do we. In this season of wonder at Christmas, we embrace the love of Christ that has come down in his fleshly body to us. And we carry that love into all our days. We share this love freely, reflecting the boundless love that's come down to dwell with us. Amen. <laughs>